to scripture here. I mean, please, God is doing something Amen. unprecedented. Amen. Right yes. Uh, Acts chapter 2. If you don't know this, if you can't quote this, you haven't been around Pentecost. <coughs> Acts chapter 2. You got that one in there? He's giving me sign language up there. I can't even read, read lips. How in the world am I going to read sign language? Okay, he wants chapter and verse. I, I, it should be in what I said, but that's fine. All right, Acts chapter 2, and we'll begin reading.
example given here because it is when the Holy Ghost was first poured out. And I believe there's a significance to the order of these things. We're going to take a look at them very briefly, one at a time. First of all, came the sound of a rushing, mighty wind. They've been in the upper room for a number of days. They've been in Jerusalem for, for a while, <coughs> waiting for the promise. But the first indicator that something supernatural was happening was when they heard the sound of a wind. Now they're inside a building, probably. There's some conjecture and some debate about whether they were actually in the upper room or if the upper room is just where they were staying. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. They were in one place and one accord, what the Bible says. And everything is going on. They're just like us sometimes when we're waiting on God. We want we believe God wants to do something. But so far, everything is we some page 194. We, but we're believing God wants to do something. And, and, and then there is this moment when every one of them realizes something is happening here that is not man-made. Right. I hear a sound. I was in my office this afternoon and I heard the sound of a rushing mighty wind. I heard the trash can blow over outside. I, 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 I opened my blinds to see what was happening. The flag was just over the inside, was just like a sheet straight And And I, I stepped out the back door and grabbed the trash can and set it back up. I saw other people coming out looking. Here come Blake out the front door up the sidewalk. About that time, here he is. I looked over here at people over here, and there's a big old wind out of the tree that's fallen down and touched their house and fell out in between the houses there. There was a, I, I, my, my meditation was interrupted by a wind. But in this case, there was clouds. There was a weather forecast that said there was severe thunderstorms. Right? And so I was not too terribly surprised. But on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, this was not, this was not predicted. This was not in the local weather forecast. This was a supernatural event and with all of the ordinary natural things going on, folks praying and everything, they're not speaking in tongues. They couldn't pray in the Holy Ghost because they didn't have the Holy Ghost. Uh, they, they're just, just ordinary things, but there is a sudden realization. I hear something. There's something happening here, right? It was a manifestation of the first manifestation of the miraculous on that day. They heard a sound of a rushing, mighty wind. 
And uh, over in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6, I believe it is, 6, 7, somewhere right in there, uh, there, there is a connection between angels and wind. Uh, it, it said, God maketh his angels uh, a spirit and his ministers a flame, fire. Speaking, both of that's talking about angels actually, but, but uh, the many modern translations say, he maketh his angels wind. And it's, it's from the same Greek word, but it's interpreted both ways sometimes. Everybody already knows an angel is a spirit. But he makes them a fire, he makes them a wind. And uh, so they often accompany the miraculous angels do. And what we have is one of those moments when heaven and earth overlap just a little bit. And there is an opening to another world where the miraculous is the norm. And often it is amazing to us. It is astounding to us. I have no doubt that at the moment they heard that sound, I mean, there must have been something just going to come all over them. Amen. Yeah. Goosebumps, I don't know what you want to call it. But something, no, no doubt, happened the moment they realized. Right. <clears throat> when I was a teenager, the church in Corning was one block off of Highway 67 where truck drivers uh, up and down that highway by the Thousands, maybe millions. Back in those days, the PA systems were not quite as good, and CD radios were the thing. And uh, pastor could be right in the middle of a marvelous message, and all of a sudden, it'd be ten four, good buddy. Top of that, that was right next to Bobcat Lane, and I, I'm talking when I say next, from here to the organ, from the street on the side of the building, there was windows, but you couldn't see through them, and and, uh, and 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 that was part of the strip where all of the young folks in town, amen, they would drive that 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 drive. They go down to Walmart, they turn in the parking lot, they'd come back up, and sometimes they'd turn around and in Huddle Plaza parking lot. But a lot of times they would drive on down, turn on Bobcat Lane, go down to the high school, turn around, come back, and they're just cruising, you know. But back in that day, glass packs were popular. Some of you shaking your head. You could be right in the middle of a prayer service and all of a sudden, <laughs>
the possibility of everything. They didn't really know what was going to happen. They just knew the Lord said, Terry, you're going to be in due with power. Right? And you hear the sound of a wind. A mighty wind. If you get over to Acts chapter 4, you read where that uh, the first kind of persecution began to happen and the church gathered together and began to pray for boldness. They didn't pray for deliverance, they prayed for boldness. Here's one of those places where we can kind of recalculate our, our, our bearings a little bit. All right. The New Testament church that had such great power and things happened, they didn't pray for deliverance. Most often they prayed for boldness in the face of it. Being let go, they went to their own companies. And when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, your God made heaven and earth, sea, and all the temple. Out of the mouth of your servant David that said, Why did the nations rage? Why did the people plot main things? The kings of the earth took their, uh, their stand. And the rulers were gathered together against the Lord, against his Christ. Truly against your holy service, Jesus. And you anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together against him to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined for to be done. Sometimes God determines things. Amen. We, we comes against us. And then we want to ask God to take him away. They were smart enough to say, Lord, just give me boldness. Now the Lord looked on their threats and Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants with all boldness that they may speak your word. Just let your word be spoken, Lord. And by stretching out your hand, signs and wonders, listen to this, signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Right? Amen. So they pray for boldness, and they pray for signs and wonders to be done through the name of Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Once again, Great something God. shook the place. Yes. I, I suspect it was a wind that blew in there and began to shake that place where they were at. When they began to pray for the miraculous that signs and wonders would be done and God would give them boldness to speak his word. Once again, the wind connected with the breakthrough of the miraculous. Right? Amen. All right. And then in Acts chapter 2, we are told that there appeared unto them these cloven tongues, split tongue like the fire and it sat upon each of them there appeared fire fire of course is a type like the wind of the spirit but fire is often associated with passion And there was something that warmed their hearts. There was something, it was set on fire of heaven. 
They didn't care how they acted. They didn't care what anybody thought. They were pouring out themselves. What did they say about them? They heard them speak. Magnifying God in their languages. Magnifying God. Amen. Magnifying the Lord. I believe this praising Jesus in the same city where he was crucified and where threats had been made. They were praising the Lord. Amen. There was a passionate Peter who had denied the Lord when somebody said, I think I saw you with him. Now a fire is burning in him so he stands up, not just him, but with the other eleven and begins to speak and preach a message to them telling them you crucified the Lord of glory and you need to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There was fire that got in there, right? So we have wind, breakthrough of the miraculous, manifestation of the power of God in the physical realm. And then we have this fire, a zeal, a passion got a hold of them. And then, if you get down just a little bit further, uh, after Peter has preached some things to them. Uh, verse 12, so they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to, or not before that, uh, whatever could, what, what, what needed this? Others mocked and said, they're full of new wine. Peter stands up, but he does not deny that you're drunk. He says, men of Judea and all the dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose. Since it's only the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken yes. by the prophet Job. Yes, amen. They're seeing them act kind of like we was acting a few minutes ago. And I don't know about you, but a few minutes ago I felt the joy yes. of the Lord. Amen. That's the way. Yes. I felt the refreshing of the Holy Ghost. Yes, amen. That's the way. Amen. And he begins to preach to them and says, This is that. This is what Joel said. And he begins to quote from Joel chapter 2 and verse 28. It should come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. I'm claiming that tonight. Amen. Amen. Yes. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Yes. Yes. I'm claiming that tonight. Yes. Amen. The Bible says, earnest the desire of the best gifts. It tells us in one place specifically. Desire of prophecy. Sons and daughters. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out of my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. Yes, amen. Now listen to this, verse 19. Now, now we quote that part there. We're familiar with that part. Oh, yeah. Amen. Peter says, We've been drinking at Joel's bar. Right? That's right. We've been drinking at Joel's bar. Woo. And we, we're good on this part about 
poured out of his spirit on all kind of folks. And, and even our sons and daughters prophesied. We're, we're pretty good on that part, but listen to this. I will show wonders in the heaven above. Praise God. And signs in the earth beneath. Yes. Yes. Come on. All right. That's what theology a little bit here now. And we do it on this part about speaking in tongues and God pouring out his spirit off of but but when we think of Pentecost, when we think of the promise, when we think what God says he's going to do in these last days, we think about it, he's just going to cause us to talk in tongues. Amen? But listen to this. I will show not only prophecy, but I will show wonders in the heaven above, signs in the earth beneath. Yes. Yes. Blood, fire, vapor, smoke, the sun will be turned into darkness, the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yes. Amen. And we can be in that verse. Oh yeah, we're back on board. Anybody talking for the Holy Ghost? They'll call on the Lord. You're going to be saved. You'll ask. I'll give you the Holy Ghost. Woo. Verse 21. Man, we're good with that part. But we like to skip over. Wonders in the heavens above. Signs in the earth beneath. The blood, fire, vapor, smoke. Man, that... They don't know what that is. They don't know what that is. Now, I'll be quick to tell you that you get over to the book of Revelation, you start studying prophecy, you see where that uh, at the Lord's return and leading up to the Lord's return, some of these things happen. They are prophesied to happen in that which is still to come. Amen. But Peter is preaching on the day of Pentecost to a crowd of people that's looking at folks talking in tongues and he's trying to tell them what this is. And when he does, he don't just tell them that, that this is talking in tongues, that this is God's power where there's going to be dreams and prophecy and, and, and pouring out of the Spirit. On all kind of folks. He could have easily shortened his sermon. And cut out a couple of verses. That were the longest two verses probably in the whole quote. But when he reaches back to Joel. He said I ain't leaving none of it behind. I'm, I'm pulling all that into this time. Because I believe this is what God wants to do. Amen. And part of that is wonders. Yes. And signs. Yes. Amen. Wonders. And signs. That's the manifestation breaking through. Yes. That's heaven and earth colliding, overlapping. And we begin to see it a visit, a visitation yes. of the miraculous, right? Now I spent most of my time on wind. Give me just a moment on the latter two. Because then is the fire. And the passion and the zeal that gets a hold of us. Yes. And I believe God wants it to get a hold of us more. Yes, amen. Amen. I understand out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, He has perfected praise. Amen. But I want my praise to be perfect. Yes. Right. I've been living for God since 1976, had the Holy Ghost, but I want my praise to be perfect. 
I want my praise. The Bible says, make his praise excellent. Yeah? I don't want a baby in the Lord to outpraise me. Amen. 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 Right. That's right. I don't want our kids to get more excited about what God's doing yes. Yes. than I get. Come on. Come on. Huh? Amen. That's right. That's good for you. Now, now, you know, but, but they don't understand. They're lost. Maybe they get out of hand. Don't worry about that. God made me pastor and overseer. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. Amen. Sometimes I'll let it go a little further. Amen. And maybe, maybe I could. But, but I'm going to tell you something. I had rather have to calm y'all down and preach to you than have to wake you from the dead. Amen. Our biggest problem is not trying to calm down a little excitement. Our biggest problem is wanting our own praise to get perfected. Come on, yes. Right. And thinking, hey, I've got to get out in the house. I said, Jim, I don't think you must have that tonight. I'm getting on complex. At all. If one of anybody did, I'm going to say, I'm not the sister him. That's right. And I'm going to say, come on. Yes, I can't lose it all. 
was here, and he's been gone since 1999, but if my dad was here about that time, if he had been sitting on the platform, he would have jumped to his feet. He would have taken a running leap off of the platform. He would have skipped all of those steps. If there had been a banister on the platform, he would have jumped over the banister. And that's what my dad did. That's the legacy that I have. Country singer said, if I get stoned and sing all night long, it's just a family tradition. That's right. That's right. But this apostolic preacher said, Come on. if I get drunk on the Holy Ghost, yeah. Yes. Lord, what's going on here? 
God never gave me an answer, but I made up my mind. I'm going to be in church. Because yes. the one I missed might be the one I was in. It might be six months before that comes around again. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Now, here's what, here's what I want to wrap this up with. Peter preaches this message, quotes from, from Joel about signs and wonders and all of that. You get over to Revelation chapter 14. And there's a lamb, 144,000, Sister Kim, I still don't know, I don't know what that is. We have a discussion about that one time. But then verse 6 begins the proclamation of three angels. I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having an everlasting, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth. To every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God. And give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. Now, this is, this is right before the rapture takes place. I'm not going to go into the context. You can get back in there and read it yourself. Uh, there's going to be three, two more angels that's going to, that's going to uh, have something here uh, that, that's, that's going to be involved. But, but this one... This one is before the very end, but right in the very end time. This angel released flying in the midst of heaven. In my view, he's up there in the wind. God makes his angels a wind. And fire. This angel flying in the wind, having ever, ever test the everlasting gospel. How many knows the gospel is the same today and tomorrow? That's it's right. The everlasting gospel. And the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. To preach to those who dwell on the earth and to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, give glory to him, now his judgments come. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. There's an angel flying somewhere that said, Worship him, worship him, worship him. Amen. Hallelujah. There's an angel that's getting ready up there to be released. God's going to release something. And, and the gospel is going to be preached in all the world. I'm saying, Amen. Amen. Yes. Remember that scripture? That ties right in with this, right? Mm -hmm. What that tells me is there is going to be a supernatural manifestation. There's going to be something that's going to happen. Yes. That's going to empower this end time church. That's going to take this end time church to a whole new level. Yes. Of yes. preaching this gospel. To every tribe, tongue, culture, nation, island, people, everywhere, amen, this gospel is going to be preached. Something's going to happen. Revelation tells us it's going to happen right before the Lord comes. I believe we're right before the Lord comes. And so I'm telling you tonight, get on board with it because we're about to preach this gospel. Hey! God would 
would reverse the order. On the day of Pentecost, nothing had happened. There was no church. There was nothing. First comes the wind. The first the manifestation in the physical realm. Breakthrough, the miraculous. There's something there's a wind ain't supposed to be a wind. At first, and then a passion grips their hearts. Fire gets a hold of them. Yeah. And 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 then, and all of that's part of the Holy Ghost. But there's an order to these things. And and then uh, there's wind and there's fire, and, and 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 then there is this wine of joy and refreshing. That sweeps over these tired and weary disciples who had seen their teacher, their master, their Lord crucified by Roman soldiers who oppressed them too. And, and, and there is a refreshing that sweeps over them. Here these oppressed people are laughing and crying and, 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 and rejoicing and, and, and just, just having themselves a spiritual party, if you will. Amen. In the face of the Lord has set a table before them even in the presence of their enemies. There's Roman soldiers on every corner of the city, but they're out in the streets of dancing and rejoicing and praising God. Yeah. Amen. And that's how it begins. That's how it begins. But I would not be surprised if this end time revival kind of God sort of reverses as we're being restored back to that powerful moment. Right before the Lord comes, this, this the Bible says the church is going to be without swine or without wind. That's right. Uh, yes. So it may just be that what may happen first is there is Wave of refreshing like what happened yes. amongst us tonight. His church gets refreshed. We learn to enjoy yes. our Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. Yes. Second on limits, don't get it, folks. That's right. We learn to enjoy our Holy Ghost. Amen. You do what you want in their church, but we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Holy Ghost party. Now. Praise God! Yeah. And when God's church around the world says, "What do we got to lose?" Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Woo! Amen. I'm gonna reach back and drink from Joel's cup. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you came to do. Yes. Well, I came to praise the Lord. Right. And, and, and that begins to happen. And then, then we learn how to love the Lord all over again. Yes. That's right. Because you get this refreshing. All of a sudden you realize, you know what? This thing ain't done for me. You get this refreshing and you realize, you know what? Now, this is actually pretty fun. Uh, you, I, I, Lord, I don't know why you gave this to us, but I sure do enjoy it. I sure do appreciate it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just, Thank you, Lord. And, and I keep falling in love with him over yeah. and over and over. 
to love souls like we've never loved souls. That's right. That's right. Amen. I think the gospel's about to be preached. And, and, and then, then, then there is a breakthrough of the manifestation of the supernatural. Yes, Lord. Yes. That was different. That was the beginning. But I feel like today that uh, this has already been given, right? Yeah. So we ought to be able to enjoy the wine and the spirit. That's right. It's already been purchased as soon as you can have it. Yes. Huh? And, and, and when you get to enjoy it, then you start loving God like you never loved him. Hey. Man, I've got to where I can't wait to get to the church. I'm just on Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday, but on Tuesday now, I can't yes, wait. I, I, I'm anticipating all day long. I can't hardly wait to get here and get in the presence of the Lord, spend some time praying. Amen. And, and so what happens, something gets in our heart and we start, oh, it burns. With There's a fire that gets the burning in us. You know what's about to happen? Heaven and earth are going to leave. There is going to be a breakthrough of the supernatural. It's no accident that Paul or Peter preached it. Not just, not just talking in tongues, stammering lips in another tongue and all of that. But prophecy and and wonders. Yes. Wonders. Yes. Wonders. Signs. We don't follow those things, but the early church. In chapter 4, they've hardly got started. They're all going to pray, Lord, send signs and wonders and miracles and give us moments. Give us moments. It was not so they could say, oh, look what we've done. But it was so that they could boldly stand before any man who called him on the carpet. So I'm going to tell you something. You can say what you want, but I was there. Yes,